Whoa. That was weird. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone, to ASD of Batman's working title podcast. I'm your host, ASD of Batman, and today we're looking at Freaky Fingers himself. Yeah, PC. my fingers look weird as fuck. Yeah, uh, we're, doing this over, we're doing this over Zoom, and I'm just, oof, oof. I love it. Yo. Yo, dude. It's his, he has a background in space, and he's black and white. Um, he has this sort of 70s type of thing when he moves his armor fingers around. Uh, it's, it's actually kind of cool. I'm not going to laugh. It is really cool. I want, I want to find how to actually like imitate this effect for something, but oh, I don't know. It's if- like... Like that effect looks like something for like a for like a, a groovy song, you know, like a music video. That looks like oh music. yeah, like like like, like, yeah. like from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like Guardians Inferno. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Era. Yeah. Um. Today on this very nasally episode. Um, yeah. We are uh, we're not gonna... feeling the best, but yeah. we are here to talk. Yes, we are, and uh, let's hope you don't get sick of our voices <laughs> getting nasally. Yeah. Uh, what did uh, what was the um segment that you wanted to do? Uh, BC hit 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 the listeners with that. Um, are you talking about what we talked the about the actual uh, topic or the? Oh no, not the sec- actual topic, not the actual topic. Huh? Like the that, not oh. the actual topic. Yeah, that. Okay, so I thought it'd be cool if we just picked like, I don't know, one recommendation, of, out of the past few movies we watched because. He and I watch at least a movie a day, if not more. He probably watches way more than I do because he's way further along than I am in his movie journey. But um, I'm trying to catch up a little bit. But anyway, I thought just out of the past few movies we watched in the last week or two, we could recommend one. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, let me look at my. Uh, let me. Think yeah, I'm my... looking at my letterbox. Yeah. Like off the top of my head, the only one I could think about right now was is Eternals and e- Eternal Slap Heart. I watched it last night. I was oh, um, okay. I was in the theater, uh, watching IMAX. That was probably one of the best shillings for for IMAX that I've ever had. Honestly, it looked so good. Chloe yeah. Zhao is just a goddess. Was it a three D or two D? Uh, two D, two D. I don't, I don't. Shang-Chi confirmed for me that I just don't like 3D. I just okay. don't like 3D anymore, but um, that doesn't mean that 3D is bad, per se. Like, they, like it, if it enhances the experience for you, then all the power to you. But for me, I uh, there are some parts where, like Shang-Chi, for example, there's some parts where it was fucking cool as hell, man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But, um, the, but the, all the film, every shot is um, going off the screen. And for me, that's just very distracting instead of like the usual 3D shots. Because with Shang-Chi, for that example, as that with that context, it looks very cool in 3D, some of the 3D shots. But then like, you, you, you've seen Shang-Chi, right? I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying there's an opening shot of a flag. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Shang-Chi. You know, do you know the flag um, shot that opens the film? Yeah. Of the, of yeah. The, that thing the... was in my face. That thing was in my face. And I was like, uh-huh. no, I'm not. I was like, I'm not into this. I'm not into this. Oh yeah. my god! Why, why did I shield for 3D? Why did I do that? But um, I mean, 3D is one of those things that I think can be used right, but it has to be used sparingly. Very sparingly. Like 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 Avatar, for example. I am so glad I watched the uh, 3D re-release. I am so glad because mm, that one looks awesome in 3D. Like all I like, seen like the film. Avatar in years. It looks awesome. I'll tell you that. Um, the rest of the film's not so much, but hey, what can you do? I remember. 
I remember being bored for most of it when I did watch it, but it's been years. Oh, so so that, I should probably that it's almost three hours, or it is three hours. It's almost yeah. Right? I mean, three-hour movies aren't necessarily like inherently bad or boring, but there are some that just did not need to be that long. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, um but yeah, my it, recommendation, I think I'm gonna stick with it. Eternals. Etern- Eternals yeah, was absolutely awesome. That's good. I heard great things from uh, Red Shirts too, so I'm excited to check it out. I'll be seeing it in two weeks, fi- actually 15 days from now. So two weeks and one day from now, I'll be seeing it um in IMAX. So wait, I just wait, have wait. to wait, you're seeing it on, on November 20th? Yeah. Hey, that's my birthday. Let's oh, go. Awesome. Cool. So be, are you going to watch be... it again on your birthday? No, no um, I'm going to watch um, Ghostbusters Afterlife opening night and then probably watch Eternals if I can, if I can squeeze that out of the family. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably not going to go see Afterlife. Not that I have like anything against it. I just like, I don't know. It's not one I really want to spend money on. Oh, it's one I'm excited for. It's it's probably it's probably my most anticipated besides like um Dune or In the Heights or um or Spider-Man No Way Spider-Man No Way Home. It's definitely one of those high it's like when I remember seeing this the teaser trailer, when you saw this camera shop going into a farmhouse and then like the wind blew and then you saw the Ecto one car. And mm-hmm. then it said and then it said G B twenty twenty or summer twenty twenty. I I could I, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I was so yeah. excited. And I don't trailer... know. I'm not yeah, sorry. Go on. Go on. Yeah. I'm the uh, I'm <laughs> damn. <God> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you go. Um the trailers come out and I'm over here like, yes. Absolutely. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes. But um I'm a bit worried that the trailers have shown a bit much of the film. I don't know. I haven't seen the film. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not um, the biggest fan of the Ghostbusters franchise. Uh, the first one is solid, but it's not one of my personal favorites. Uh, the second one was meh, and then the reboot with the Kristen Wiig and stuff wasn't good at all. Hey. So I'm just not the biggest fan of the series. Uh, honestly, Bill Murray kind of annoys me. Um, I that I. I don't really like Groundhog Day that much either. It's, he's man. just not one of my. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, thank I, you. I don't get the love for Bill Murray movies, honestly. I mean, Ghostbusters is probably my favorite of his, and maybe Caddyshack are the two that I tolerate the most. But at the same time, I just don't care for Bill Murray. I I like Bill Murray as an actor and as a comedian. Um, he's done some really funny stuff, especially with Caddyshack. I genuinely believe Caddyshack is funniest, the funniest thing he's ever done. Caddyshack is pretty it's, fucking funny, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's got some really funny shit in there, but um, I have no idea why he keeps he keeps liking to do asshole characters. I don't know why. He's not an asshole yeah. by all accounts. By all accounts, I've heard he's not an asshole. I have no idea why. They my keep favorite, that. my favorite Bill Murray role is in Zombieland. <laughs> when he when he just gets shot. <laughs> What was your what's your biggest for regret? Zombie Land, but it it came out so many fucking years ago. It doesn't even matter. What was your biggest regret? 
Garfield, baby. Garfield. That's, that's, yeah. that's, my, fa- that's my favorite line in the entire. That's my favorite it's exchange. So funny. In the entire film. It's I, I. I still lose it every time I watch that scene. I lose it. It's so funny. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And that's he's, um, funny, and he's going... funny in the rest of it. He's funny in the rest, of, like in his in his cameo. He's funny there too. Yeah. I'm going through the movies I watched recently, and. I mean, I, I really liked Hellraiser, but I think my my recommendation that I'm going to go with is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from Ooh. 1990, what year? Yeah. 1994. Yeah. Six. The Kenneth, six uh, the Kenneth right? Branagh one. Yeah. No, I just looked it up. It's four. Ah, dang. Um, yeah, I know. What I have not seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I'm, I do not remember. Yeah, it. it's the... Uh, At least I don't remember it's a Kenneth Branagh one, so you probably know about this, but just for the listeners, in the early 90s, Francis Ford Coppola wanted to bring back some of the classic monsters in big budget reboots with, you know, big stars and everything and huge production values. And it kicked off in 1992 with Bram Stoker's Dracula, and they also wanted to like bring it closer to the story of the books. So that's why they have Bram Stoker's or Mary Shelley's before the title of the character, of the main character. And um, I didn't like Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola one that really? much. I thought it was oh. I thought it was super that's well right. made, but I feel like it was um, one of those rare things where the director maybe had too much control over a movie, which... Yeah. I, I love a director having control over a movie, but sometimes they're so fucking self-indulgent and that's what it felt like with this one. And I thought it was a fucking mess. It was so hard to know what was going on. Um, and the performances were really bad. Okay, that's where I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. The performances were great. Mm. I thought they were great. Also, it was a weird fucking movie to watch with my parents because there's so much sexual no content way. in it. No way. Did you... Damn. Damn. Well, it's Damn. It, my my dad is like, I watched this back in 1992 and I remember liking it. So I bet you'd like it a lot. And then and I was like, OK. And mo- my mom was with us and she doesn't like horror movies at all. But she since it was like dracula she thought it wouldn't be too bad and we started watching it and it's like so fucking like sexual and i'm like holy shit this is like all the filmmakers were on ecstasy and all the actors were there must have been 20 orgies on set every day because this movie is so fucking horny all the time okay anyway well well, 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 back to the performance game actually i just remember keanu reeves was in there so yeah yeah (laughs) i i I see why i see why Anthony Hopkins was amazing as Van Helsing. He was brilliant. He was freaking. He, he 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 had a line where where he was where he was like where he was like, where, where he diagnosed someone for like a fucking decapitation, and it's probably the funniest part in the entire film. And I still lose it every time I watch it. It's so funny yeah. how how casual he says it. It's too yeah. Good. When um when he's introduced, the movie gets ten times better. But until I then, I don't like it. I just don't care for the movie. Um, really? But it does get better when Van Helsing is introduced. But anyway, back to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola directed Dracula. And then he, I don't know if he was going to direct Frankenstein, but he ended up he just was. producing. He was. Yeah. He but um, he dropped out, brought Kenneth Branagh in. 
and just served as a executive producer or just a producer on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And I fucking loved this movie. It is way better than Bram Stoker's Dracula, in my opinion. Um, wow. All right. Not I'll, a lot I'll of people disagree with me. Not a lot of people disagree with me, and you may not disagree, or you may not agree with me, because the general consensus is that Dracula is way better than Frankenstein, like the '90s ones. But um, I prefer Frankenstein, and Robert De Niro plays Frankenstein, and Kenneth Branagh plays Victor, or sorry, um, Robert De Niro plays Frankenstein's monster for the fucking purists out there, and then um, Kenneth Branagh plays victor frankenstein and it is an awesome crazy fucking movie and helena bottom carter's in it and it's insane so many fucking like talk about an orchestral movie where like you just even when scenes don't have an orchestra playing music behind them it feels like it should i don't i don't know if it's just a vibe i got with the movie and it's so fucking like that's the vibe I got with, with Dracula. It was so overdone, so over the top. I was into it. I mean, I understand yeah. I understand, I understand why you weren't into it. You just didn't think you you think it's very well made, but you just didn't get into the story, which I don't I do not blame at all. I do like like there's people people have dragged this movie for, for decades since it came out, and that has not changed. The consensus has not changed. Oh man. And sign got compared to the amazing response that Dracula got, at least from what I've seen. I mean I'm sure there's people who agree with me but um yeah frankenstein was just so much more interesting plus i just relate to frankenstein more than dracula like way more um they're both both victor and the monster very tragic characters that i got really invested in really easily um whereas i just didn't care about any of the characters in dracula so mm. Well, I I wouldn't say. Well, you're not saying this. I'm not saying that you that you are that you're saying this. I find Dracula to be. A, I love the book personally, like the the book of Dracula and the book of Frankenstein. Love them both. I'm glad to hear that 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 you like um that you like um Frank Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I'm definitely checking that out. But it's um, very. It's just um, I I hope you really do like it because I am recommending it. But I I'm a little scared that you're just gonna be like what the fuck was he talking about you know i don't know that's that's sort of what i am right now with uh dracula besides the performance thing it's just that i got i don't like like this is nothing against you at all like like you didn't get into it you just didn't get into it what yeah there's so many movies that i'm like i know it's what i'm watching is good i just don't care yeah yeah which 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 happens to everyone absolutely like for example uh fucking what was it I did a best pictures um, um, watch recently where I mm-hmm. just watched all the ones where um, I watched all the ones that I hadn't seen before. And there was this one I forgot. I, I it, it's literally it's literally so bad. I, I don't remember it, but <laughs> I was sitting yeah. there. I was like, I was like, really? You were nominated and you won best picture. Yeah. And, a, and this was a film that a lot of people actually kind of liked. I was like, I missed something. I missed something. I didn't get the memo. Yeah. But I should all, probably yeah. rewatch Dracula at some point by myself when it's not so awkward with my parents around because that movie's fucking horny. It's um, horny, yeah, it's horny. It's horny on Maine. It's horny on. It's Francis Ford Coppola being horny on Maine. Yeah, so I'm sure a rewatch will. 
I'll like it a bit more. But at the same time, as of now, I just don't really care for it. And I recommend Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I think it's very exciting and awesome. There is moments where it gets too over the top, but honestly, it just adds to the crazy fun of it all. So it's fine. Um, God, I really yeah. liked it. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you watch something you really enjoyed. I'm really glad for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to round that up, um, I recommended Eternals. A definite. Um, I want to elaborate on Eternals just for just for a little bit um, because because I plan because uh, Eternals is when I when you. For a lot of people who know about Rotten Tomatoes and everything, uh, I cannot say that that you that you are wrong to use as a resource to see how a film is received. Do not think that Rotten Tomatoes is like the thing to say it's good or not. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Because I've never really harped on this because I'm very sure every, all the listeners here, all the listeners that I know are listening, you all know that that it's just a resource to see what reactions the critics got. It's just the main hub. It's like Metacritic. Or um uh, or IGN what they thought you know that's 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 a reviewer you know was there too much water in the Eternals? Um, seven point eight too much water. <laughs> no, no seven point eight too much Eternals in the Eternals too much movie. Eternals. Oh my gosh! But Eternals is is um it's my favorite cinematography of the MCU thus far. I'm very sure. If you've seen, if you know of Chloe Zhao and her um and and um Nomadland, you know that you know that um that that shouldn't be shocking for a lot of people to hear. It shouldn't be shocking for you to hear. Of course, it's up to you if you like her cinematography. Um, I love I love her um loved how Nomadland looked with all the lights and such, and how a lot of people would really shit on a comic book movie for looking like like the parodies of like TV shows and other films would look like you know. The saturated lack of color here. It is. If you look at the trailers, it does look very um, not colorful. Like um, I was going to recommend. Actually, here's the thing. For your um, you brought up that Francis Ford Coppola wanted to do more um, more um, store more monster um, monster um, monster movies more faithful to the books, their source material. There's a video. Mm -hmm. From Patrick H. Willems. I cannot believe I am recommending Patrick H. Willems again on this show. I'm so glad about it. <laughs> You'll love to hear it. Patrick H. Willems is one of my favorite YouTubers talking about films and such. He does. He has a video. He, and during quarantine, he did a talk show where it was just a review, except they had the guys of a talk show about mm-hmm. um about the '90s dark universe. Everyone who is up who is up to date with their movie knowledge, you know that Universal tried to do a dark universe with the Mummy. And the Invisible Man and the Bride of Frankenstein, um, the dark that that failed drastically. Very oh man, that felt hard. But um, yeah. but Invisible um, Man became a completely different movie. Yes, yes, and it, it was a, it was very good, but it had nothing great. to do with the Mummy. And then Bride of Frankenstein never released. So yeah, and um, uh, um, there was already a dark universe with these characters that the universe wants to do right now. The Universal was essentially the 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 originators of the of the shared universe. Cinematic universe, yeah. yeah. They were they were. Patrick gets way more into this, which is why I'll I'll keep it to that. But watch that video. Um, there's more than two actually. There's there's five, I believe. There's five. There's three more in the '90s that was based on that cinematic universe type of thing. It's very good, very very well made video. 
Uh, I know he's not listening to this, but man, I have so much praise for that man. Yeah, and, I uh, saw his episode on Fast and Furious, and I really liked mm-hmm. that video. Yeah, yeah, he he has a but he has a bunch of stuff. He, he's he's one of, if you like Fast and Furious, he's a he's a big fan of that, which I don't blame. Fast and Furious is just so. Monday, love, Monday, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I actually it. love the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, some of them kind of suck, but most of them I really enjoy. So yeah, and um, uh, and um, Eternals. Um, there's another video from Patrick H. Willems. It's an old video of his. Um, it's a really old one, but it's about um the coloring in um in um in the Marvel movies. Man, yeah, I've oh, seen man. it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. One. And he's right. I I think he's completely right. I think I think a lot of Marvel films don't look as interesting as they could be, which is not to say mm-hmm. everything has to be colorful and big and bright like Guardians. Guardians has some of the most cool, has some of the coolest cinematography I've ever seen in a, in a comic book movie. Like some of the coolest mm-hmm. I've ever seen, especially volume two. Volume two, James Gunn kicked it up a fucking notch. And then Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, it's not the MCU, but... Ah. Yeah, it's amazing. And in this, um, it does, and in, in Eternals, it does look satur- desaturated a bit, but that's not to say it doesn't have color. That doesn't mean it doesn't make the images pop. It doesn't make the images not be as effective as, I say, Guardians. It's like, it's very much a fun cinematography that I absolutely enjoyed. And then um, the cast. The cast is absolutely the best part. The, no one is wrong about that. Like, they, they are top-notch. I cannot awesome. believe the cast. Actually, this might be a hot take. I dropped it on my uh, review, but um, this might be my sake, my second favorite or even favorite ensemble of the MCU. Like, I love these guys. They're so good. They're mm. so good together. They they bounce off. They bounce off as easily as the Avengers, and they're just as they're just as great, if not better, by themselves. And when mm. they have their own little parts, mm, yes. And awesome. um, and it's like with Spider Verse. Um, when people told me that the film was funny. They did not prepare me how fun, how fucking funny this movie was. They did not prepare me. <laughs> like it's fucking hilarious sometimes. Like it got it got a big uproar from my from my um theater crowd. Yeah, yeah I'm excited um, for it. Um, yeah. and I'm not I'm not deterred at all by the response. I mean, I'd rather see a movie, you know, reach for the stars and kind of miss it a little bit, but at least they tried. You know, I'd rather see a movie like that than one that just plays it way too safe. You know, one that yeah. never even gets off the ground. Absolutely, so absolutely. It, even if the movie is a little too ambitious for its own good, that's better than it being completely generic. So, yeah, um, that's one thing I love about the film is that um, it is very different from from many other MCU films. That's not to say it's not an MCU film. It is through and through. Like, like you're mm-hmm. never gonna escape that the MCU. But it does feel the most different from every from everything else that we've had so far, which is really good, really, really good. Mm-hmm. I like I like this year for uh for for Marvel movies. Um, Black Widow. I'm not gonna say that one wasn't generic. That one was was very Civil Warry, very Winter Soldiery, which is quite the um, Russo brothers type of thing. And like it's like that type of archetype that that kept on going since they joined the MCU, which can't be which can't be minded. Honestly, it can't. But I do have to say, um, uh, this this I liked Black Widow a lot, a lot more than a lot of people did, and I liked um, I liked Shang Chi quite a bit. I love Shang Chi. That goes only on my like. We're like, talking. Oh yeah, yeah. Movies yeah. only. 
Oh, can you, what? Oh, you're good. Good, good. Oh, if we're talking movies only, I mean, there's only been two, well, Eternals now, but I haven't seen it. Shang-Chi is my favorite. But if we're talking everything that's in the MCU that came out this year, Loki is my favorite. Oh, yeah, everything that came out this year. Oh, what would be my favorite? Maybe Shang-Chi. Maybe. Maybe. Either either Shang-Chi or WandaVision. I love okay. I love them both. I love them both. But um right. hmm. it's always it's always a toss-up for me because like I'm not gonna say Black Widow is my absolute favorite. Um I liked it a lot more than a lot of people have. I like it a lot more. I'm still the I'm still a really big defender of it. But I still but um I still really liked it. I still really liked it. And um uh Shang-Chi was absolutely awesome. If you ask me, it was j- like uh, like completely amazing. And um uh it, and they still haven't struck out, if you ask me. Marvel still hasn't struck out, um, despite what the yeah. critics say. Which, which I th- like, like when I heard that it was the first rotten movie, like I heard that yesterday morning, mm-hmm. like, by one of my friends. I heard that by by yesterday morning, and I was completely shocked. I lo- I had to look it up because I thought they were lying. And then, mm-hmm. lo and behold, fifty three percent as of yesterday morning. I could not believe that. How is it fucking? I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But like, how the fuck is it lower than the Dark World? They you know, say, it's like 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 Dark World, which is one of the more play it safe um, MCU films I've seen. It's one of the more play it safe ones. It's I've seen. boring as fuck. It's so boring. I, I I I have to say, like when they get to Asgard in that film, I am I look for other shit to do while I watch it, and then when they leave yeah. Asgard, I I'm like. I'm like, you lost my attention. I don't think you're going to get it back, man. I don't think you're going to get it back. The Dark World, I have seen it once all the way through, and that was when it came out in theaters in 2013. And since then, I have tried to rewatch it, and I fall asleep every time. It's so boring. <laughs> it's the only Marvel movie that has put me to sleep. But um, um, this one... I think the main consensus is that um, this is too ambitious. But um, if you ask me, it was just it was just enough. It was a bit like like I understand why there's a con- why why the concerns were there for it to be amb- to be too ambitious. Completely new characters that we hadn't had before in the MCU. We had to care about them and have an entire film in t- in two and a half hours. That is quite yeah. the task for audiences. That's quite the task. If you ask me, I was more than up for it because because the cast is so great, but um, it does it does have that event it does have that toss up it does have that toss up especially the timing the timing is really freaking weird with the turtles okay. and and the state of the MCU right now it's very weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people. Um, I don't need everything to be epic, which is why I didn't care for the third act of shang chi all that much i'm like i i prefer when the stakes are a little more personal and it's a lot more like one-on-one type stuff i don't need every single movie to be world ending that's why i liked um ant-man more than most because um ant-man's one of those movies where i love how much of a disadvantage being small puts scott in especially at the beginning of the movie when like he literally just lands like he goes through a bathtub drain and then he ends up like going through these different apartments and he's about to be like stepped on by like just regular people yeah you know and i love how much danger that puts him in even though the movie itself is pretty comedic and not super like high stakes but like i like that i like that it's 
not high stakes. Um, it's personal high stakes, like Homecoming. Homecoming has some of the best uh, personal stakes in any Marvel movie. And it never feels the need to have to go like super epic with everything. It's literally just a kid trying to stop some robbers, you know. But that's that's, that's it, a reason why I like um Am and the Wasp. I love Am and the Wasp. I think uh, like it's in the latter half of my MCU thing because it's so inconsequential. But then again, it's it's so personal. It's personal stakes. I that's why that's why I like yeah. it so much. And Ant Man is a top five MCU film for me. Ant Man is reasons. really good. Yeah. It's it's great. It's great. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. I mean, so nothing. like, I no, it's no problem. I mean, I just I don't mind when superhero movies are epic because you know they're superheroes. They should be pretty cool and giant. But at the same time, I feel like not every single movie needs to end in some giant battle. Yeah. Like uh, I haven't seen Eternal, so I don't know how it ends. I could be fucking wrong about everything that I'm saying right now. But I'm like with Shang-Chi, like... I really loved it. I really loved it up until he fought a giant fucking dragon. And I'm like, it kind of lost me there. Not that I'm against having mythical creatures and stuff, but I don't know. It's just the tone of the film changed from being like a personal thing where he's fighting with his father and stuff. And then it became about stopping this dragon. And I'm like, I understand the thematic blah, 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 but like, it just didn't work for me that much. I hear that. Um, in fact, um, I almost gave um, Shang-Chi a five out of five, like, like again, like this was my third time watching it. I saw it with some friends, but then I mm-hmm. realized when they went, um, spoilers for, for Shang-Chi, by the way, uh, um, it, comes yeah. out, it comes out, it comes out on November 12th um, on Disney plus day, if you on Disney plus. So if you haven't seen it, you can pirate it from there or you have Disney Plus, you can watch it from there. Great film. Mm. We both recommend it. But um Oh, it's great. It is yeah. great. It's just yeah. it lost me a little bit towards yeah. the end. And um uh spoilers for Shang-Chi. Uh what was I what was I what was I gonna say? Uh it did lead up I, I see what you mean. It had that interpersonal family dynamic that was really ramping up. It was really ramping up, and then the dragon. I, I understand what you're saying. Um the main reason why I didn't give why I still have that a four out of five is because I realized how much of Black Panther like. I don't mean diversity wise. I mean, I mean, um, 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 son of of um of ancient family goes to an unknown land. Mm-hmm. In this case, in this case, a dimension, and has to save it from a from from the um from someone who's part of the from someone who's part of the. He's not. Uh, I wouldn't say the father's part of the monarchy, but he's definitely part of the family that is um that is that's very much um important to that land if you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um uh and has <laughs> it has to fight a giant cgi sort of um thing with the rhinos and the dragons even though rhinos yeah. are real <laughs> oh the yeah main, i mean the main the main reason why i see it like that is because that family dynamic is definitely the heart of the film and you shouldn't really compare everything just by those blanket statements Oh, it has a family personal family dynamic. This is like something. Oh, else. Black Widow's just the same as Shang Chi. They both have family, and then Fast Ugh. and Furious is the same as Shang Chi because they both have family. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. That's that's sort of overgeneralization. But um, but the but the pot, but there being another thing that no one else knows of. That was when I was like, yeah, they're recycling there. Oh yeah, um, I was like, ah, that's fun, I guess. But. I still think it's an absolutely great film. Absolutely. Oh, it's great. Phenomenal. Yeah, it is really, really freaking great. I'm so excited. I hope, I fucking hope 
Black Friday's coming up in a few weeks, and I always set aside a decent chunk of money to go out and just buy as many Blu-rays as possible that are on sale. And I fucking hope Shang-Chi is at least like $10 or $13 because I really want to buy it. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to spend $30 to buy it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. If you don't want that digital code, pass it on over. If you don't yeah, want it. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> really collect digital codes anymore, so. Whoop! Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Eternals, um, great cast, great cinematography, great direction. Um, I'm not going to say the writing's completely great. It does degrade into MCU um, factor type of stuff, but that is not to say that the whole film is like that. No, it's this slow, interpretive um, type of thing where, mm. um, but, but that is not to say there's no acting. The action here is actually really freaking cool, like really cool. It's not mm-hmm. Shang-Chi cool where... Shang-Chi's my favorite action, no doubt, but in the MCU. But that's not to say that um, the Eternals has bad action. Not at all. Um, looks great. Visual effects look awesome. I cannot believe it. And the post-credit scenes, to die for. To all die right. for. Yeah. I'm really um, excited. Um, and there's like, the reason I'm watching it two weeks later is not because I don't want to watch it. It's because um, just there's no good time right now. And mm-hmm. two weeks from now is the best time for me to watch it. So, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I got you. Um, I'll just have so, to yeah. avoid spoilers. Oh, yeah. I actually I was look I was on Google this morning and um, uh, <laughs> I saw a spoiler right there. I saw yeah. a spoiler right there. So no more. No more internet. No, no more, but, no um, more pod, no more podcasts for you until you watch. Yeah. Anyway, so you want to head into our main subject now? Yes, sir. You announce it. All right, we are talking about the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix Ooh. that just released this year. Yes, it did. And not gonna lie, this one was a really was a really high trilogy for me. Really high trilogy. I I love I love I like I. I've read a couple of, of Fear Street books. There no, there's no um <clears throat> there's no um, mainline story from the books taken into the film. It's completely it's near completely new. But um I always loved Fear Street being some I I read Goosebumps when I was very young, and then Goosebumps turned into Fear Street into my teenage years, which is for which was for my age. More violence, more gore, more adult themes than Goosebumps mm-hmm. would ever do. Um, and then I hear they're making a movie about it in like when production when a uh, pre-production started like what 2016 2017 around that wasn't time. it under Fox for a while? Yes, it was, and yeah. they wanted to they wanted to do it in the theaters, but then the acquisition happened. They they pushed it away, and then and then Netflix bought the rights. Okay. Um, then um then they made the film. One thing that's very cool about this film is um it was shot back to back to back. I always thought that uh, the behind the scenes stuff that the, the Netflix has been releasing has been very cool. I hope they do like what they did with um, Stranger Things and release it on physical media. Yes, I really, I, please. I want this trilogy on Blu-ray and I want to see those special I wanna, features at home. I want to see I want to I want to see a fucking awesome looking box set with all yes, the like, Yes, yes, yes. With yes. all the killers, with all the killers on them. Or um uh they did the same thing with um Zack Snyder's Justice League. Actually, they they released the Blu-ray. I remember that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, man. I'm wondering if I should get that. Honestly. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're talking with um the BVS and Man of Steel, like the Zack Snyder trilogy box set. 
Really? I did not know that was. Oh yeah, it's it's a 4K box set. It's like eighty dollars, and it has Ooh. the the Zack Snyder trilogy, and um, it like cool. it's a really cool looking box set, and it has like a sleeve that you open up, and it, like I don't know, you'll just have to look at it. But it's yeah, cool. yeah. But yeah, I'm back to Fear Street. Uh, somehow we always go back to superheroes. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's always on my mind. So Fear but, Street. Yeah. Fear Street. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So. Of course, let's start with uh, is it 1994 or 1996? 1994, um, okay. the first part of the trilogy released in well, it had it had to have been uh, oh crap, what was it? Was it August? I cannot remember. I watched them after they all released. Um, I watched. So I, watched I don't. The, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just I watched them after they released like probably a couple months after they released, so I, I don't remember exactly when they released. Um, the first one released um, June 28th. That's right, that's right. And they released all through July. That's right. Um, um, what was it? Uh, um, this was supposed to be something very, very cool, very new for the... Um, very cool for, for Netflix. Released in 2021, June. Mm-hmm. First part, 1994. Personally, this is my favorite part. A lot of people don't like this part. What about you? What do you think, DC? Um, I liked it a lot. It's not my favorite though, but it is not my least favorite either. So it is for me like in the middle. Um, but I really liked it. Um, yeah. However, cool. you want to start with this one. Cool. Um, um, this one, this one is my personal favorite. I don't know why, honestly. A lot of people are saying I, I think that parts two and three are definitely very great structurally i love the structure of um of parts two and three i love them but um this one's just been like this one i like out of i've rewatched the trilogy i've rewatched it twice i don't i've seen the first one and like in like like enjoyed it way more than than the other two i have to say the other two are not enjoyable oh boy the other two are so they're so good <laughs> they're so good mm-hmm. um, yeah i've i've only seen the trilogy one time um i feel Right now, I have a favorite, but I feel like it could change if I watch them all again. And I feel mm. like this could be my favorite, honestly, if I watch them all again. But as of mm. now, it's not. I don't um, know. So. Um, so what would you get uh, to give this uh, non-spoiler section? Because I do want to get into the story a bit. Um, uh, what rating would you give it? <clears throat> rating? Uh, eight out of ten. It's super, super good. Like, great even. I really liked it. I love. I don't. I understand why some people found it a little generic, but honestly, I love movies that are so unapologetically like sticking to a formula because I love to see how they break it. Yeah, um, especially later, especially especially in this, I love it. Yeah, so I don't mind it having a somewhat basic setup in order for it to go on to do bigger and better things throughout. Um, and I think it plays to the tropes in a way that never felt annoying to me mm-hmm. and they did twist it a lot which was super cool and i thought the characters were super easy to get behind i really liked them a few of them aren't the most like well developed but i really liked all of them and mm-hmm. i was kind of sad to see some of them go honestly um oh yeah we could like, like, really... talk about that part we could talk about that part i really ended up liking the main cast in this movie i thought all of them were really uh, fun to watch on screen together 
and um yeah and i love the like drama going on i'm kind of a sucker for like teen drama type movies so like i kind of get wrapped up in that stuff more than most people probably would probably because i am younger but um it's just something that i enjoy watching and to put all these gory kills with that stuff and plus a lot of good humor all of that combines to be something that i personally just really enjoy so i really do like this movie absolutely i absolutely agree with everything he just said the cast is phenomenal <clears throat> oh very good yes and i want to see them do a ton more things same here man like and not to mention um um so you'd give a you'd give it um an eight out of ten um i'd give it a 4.5 out of five it's still great the only thing that bothered me about this the only thing that bothered me was mm-hmm. the soundtrack not the choices of the soundtrack but the fact that there were like five different needle drops in like this in like 10 minutes like how they use the sound how they use the needle drops was just annoying to me i'm not gonna lie it, it has to, that it has that suicide squad effect yeah yeah it, ha- it has the aesthetic it, it adds the aesthetic which is very glossy very very scream like very very 90s horror film which i always appreciate i love scream i love 90s horror um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a nice little, it's like, it's a nice little hallmark of that, but man, the sound, it just annoyed me at some point. <laughs> it just annoyed me. Yeah. But, um, didn't they play, uh, didn't they play creep by, yes, uh, right they played, didn't they play like twice? They played like twice or something. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember listening to us. I, I was like, I was like, wow, damn, they really just went to Radiohead, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, it would be, I think it would. <laughs> not have been as noticeable if the songs weren't so popular but i feel like they're like we have the super popular 90s song that it you know and since yeah. this is a 90s movie why not throw it in and yeah, it's just yeah. like if they had picked the same like artist but like a different song that's not as well known i think it would have worked better dude you literally just described uh you just described the second part i loved that we're gonna get to that but you just described the second right. part. i love that um, anyway, so so spoiler section right now. Uh, I'm future editor. Please fucking right bread slicer. Fucking <laughs> yo, <laughs> holy shit! I remember losing it. I was like, like I got up and cheered. Like out my you could you could ask them. They were in the the room next door. They had to tell me to shut up because <laughs> I cheered so hard. I love Bruh. that. Kid. It's my it's like, like like so far like so far. Like this is the 2020s. We're literally in 2021, but that might be like my favorite kill of the 2020s so far. This <laughs> is the so, entire it's fucking. So good. It's, it's so a, it, there's not many kills I can say are better, and I've seen quite a few like slashers and horror movies, so yeah. it's 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 definitely up there. It's so oh, fucking man, good. It's so and good. I just love it because up till then, like yeah, there had been some blood and some kills and stuff, but like it was pretty scream like, where it's just like a stab here, a stab there, you know? And then fucking slice and dice her fucking head up. Holy shit. I was like, like, strip. I, I, I had, and then I had to pause. I had to take a victory lap around the house. I was and so And then happy. fucking axe to the head right after. Dude. <laughs> it's like any- double whammy of awesome kills. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> and like the characters that are killed by these things. If you ask me, I felt those 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 kills were effective. I was so oh, sad, but I was man. sad but cheering at the same time just because of how awesome the kills were. And you know what? 
I prefer the good characters have the best deaths, you know? Yeah, so. same here, same here. Like, 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 the, like, good characters having very memorable deaths. Oh, yeah. man. But the bre- but the oh, bre- would you kill Count Sam? Because she technically died for a little bit. Yes. Okay. Because she died, technically. Sam, Sam was her name, right? Yes, Sam. And then yes. Dina was the main character? Dina, Dina, Sam. Yeah, Dina. What was the brother's name? Ooh, now that one I don't remember. <laughs> like, yeah, um, his his I, actor I is um, um, something. His actor is uh, Benjamin Flores Jr. Flores Jr. Yep, Flores. Jr. I really like him. Yeah, he's a good actor. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, glad I got to, I'm glad they got him to swear in this. I've always wondered how. I always wondered like like from Nickelodeon. I always wondered what what, <laughs> what how he sounded if he swore and he swore, oh. and, he swears, and, it, and it sounds great. It sounds great. I'm not gonna lie. I love the fucking um. I love <laughs> the fucking little payoff with his like chat friend. Yes, and I yes, want to. Yes. I want to see a sequel that's like him, like they're together, like maybe not romantically, but they're just really good friends, and they're like solving more mysteries. mysteries yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh man, that'd be cool. I hope this continues. Like this trilogy itself is pretty perfect, in my opinion, as a trilogy. But I yes. think they should do like a new trilogy with like new characters, but also have the other characters have small parts in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hear you. Um, there's a so, ton of books, right? There are quite a few yes. Fear Street books. Yeah, but yeah, but the but this trilogy never took any of the main plot lines or any plot lines from uh, from the books. I never, honestly, I'm not the biggest like. I don't want to say I'm not a fan just because I haven't really read much of it, but I I just don't know a ton about Arl Stein. I know what he's written. I just haven't read it. Um, yeah. I did watch the Goosebumps show as a kid, like the yeah. one from the '90s. And then I saw the movie with Jack Black and it kind of sucked. But um Really? You think it sucked? Dang, that hurts. I, I love mean, that film. I love that film. I watched it without any <laughs> nostalgia for Goosebumps, aside from like maybe watching two episodes from the 90s show. Mm-hmm. I remember the dummy episode, Night of the Living Dummy, I think is what it was called. Yeah. And then um I remember this one episode, and it was actually fucking scary to me when I was a kid. And it was like this kid gets sent to a boarding school. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking he's, about. Oh, he's like kind of a free spirited <laughs> troublemaker, and then he gets kind of turned into like a like he sees all his friends basically becoming mindless like drones that are just perfect children. And, and then it's um, actually kind of creepy. And um, and the reveal for that episode, spoilers for that episode for anyone who hasn't seen it, but um. The, but the reveal is that they're growing clones from them. Yeah, and like and like and I, I love that twist a lot. I'm like, ooh, you didn't actually change the the kids. You just made it reminds me of, also. That's cool. Do you remember the Alex Ryder books? Yes, yes. I, I have not read them, but I know what they are. The um second book in the Alex Ryder series is basically Alex gets sent to this private academy on this like snowy mountain in like the like the middle of some weird country and the like the reason he has to go there is because these kids are like disappearing and so he has to go see what's up and like he gets there and everything seems like a little too perfect and it's kind of a similar story to that goosebumps episode where it's like there's like this boarding school and they're like taking these children i don't remember if the twist was clones or brainwashing or what but um there's something like that going on yeah i hear you 
Um, <clears throat> what else? Um, the the love story. I love the love story, but in um Beer Street, uh, part. Oh, in, in Sam the, and Dina. Yeah, they're great. They're, they're great. very. They're so easy to get invested in. Yes, absolutely. As a <clears throat> as a thing, like as like the whole drama between them. That's what I was talking about drama earlier. I really got invested, and I really wanted to see them like make up because. I felt really bad that the only reason they broke up is just because of what they thought society would think of them. And it was more Sam than Dina. Dina wanted to continue it, but Sam got scared after she moved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, it's very much a, very much a, a very good. I hear I I don't I am not I am not of um I am not a lesbian or anything, but I do hear that this. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> dude, come on. Uh, I am not. I am not um, a part of that community. But I do hear that this that this um, couple is is pretty darn good. As like good representation, which is very nice to hear. Hope we get um, more of it. I hope we get more of them, honestly, because I only want like Sam and Dina. Because I'm not gonna say their characters are the most fleshed out. None of the characters no, are. No, they are. But, archi- um... They are archetypes, but fun archetypes that are more developed than just being an archetype. Even yeah, though I can't, even though I can't really, are, I can't really stamp them down. Honestly, I can't. Well, they the are outcasts. good characters <laughs> for a horror movie that's also trying to do a lot of other things. So, like, honestly, I'm surprised there's any character development in this at all because Same there's here. so much other stuff going on with like lore and the villains and all that. So, I'm glad it still had plenty of time to develop its characters in mostly meaningful ways. The toss-up between lore and character work is genuinely masterful here. I cannot oh, believe so how good. well done it. I cannot believe how well done it is. I can't believe it. It's I've just- always preferred character development to lore, <laughs> in my personal opinion. But I really appreciate when a film can do both. Yes, and this movie did both very well. If you ask me, if if, it, if a film does both, then then um. Uh... If this, if if a film does both, then it's doing double duty, honestly. Because you could choose either, yeah. you could choose either path, and you will have your fans. You will always have your fans. But if you do both, and you make both paths coincide, I think it makes a better product. Like, like show. Yeah, when it's well, well, well depe- depending on what the what the story is, obviously, but the execution mm-hmm. can be. But there's very few times when um when lore and story and a character work don't coincide. There's very few times. Yes. Yeah, so. I just, uh, yeah, I really liked how they balanced everything in this trilogy. And what makes the first one so exciting is knowing that there is more to come and that there are more monsters, more killers, more secrets to uncover. Absolutely. And it makes us, it's weird because a lot of times first entries can feel like the weakest just because they are doing the heavy list- lifting of being the setup. And sometimes they can forget to be their own movie. But this movie is pretty masterful in the way it balances everything and is still able to be a complete, comprehensive, well-told story while also setting up for the future. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> and it really helps that I was able to watch them all back to back. Yes. Like, 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 if you could like edit it together, if you could get like all the edits on my computer, oh, yes. you could do it. Like you could do one whole thing, and it would not feel any different. Honestly, that'd be so yeah. cool. That'd be, yeah. that'd be, that'd be, actually, you know what? If I ever somehow get the files on my on the computer, I'm talking to you right now. 
I I think I want to do that as like as like a as like a personal project. I want to do that. <laughs> Once I get a PC that doesn't crash when I open up a Google Doc, I really do want to start <laughs> editing. I really do want to start editing movies. Like um, I want to do a new cut of so many different movies, like New Mutants. I want to do a completely new cut of it. Um, everyone's already done Spider Man, so I'm not going to do Spider Man three, but. Um, I'll do New Mutants is one that I really think I did. Um, I, I actually, with some changes. I don't. I don't know if you saw on, on the um, group chat that we have, but um, I don't know if you saw, but I did. A, but I did an edit of Five Hundred Days of Summer over the weekend. Oh really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I need um, to watch I that. Did, oh yeah. I, okay. I was wondering if you've seen it. No, I didn't even know you posted that. I'm surprised I wasn't. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, um, the movie itself, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I just haven't seen your cut. Okay, yeah, I didn't post the cut. Oh. It's still, it's still, it's still trying to export. It's still trying to. But, oh, um, okay. But um, I did it chronologically, and um, uh, oh, I okay. one thing I'm genuinely shocked about is um how the um I I had I did little to do with editing. I did little. The the only thing I did was just reorganize essentially, do some audio mm-hmm. stuff, sure. But um, but um, it's surprising how very well it all gelled. Now they did it. Now they shot it chronologically. Of course, it would go very well. Why wouldn't? But if they mm-hmm. didn't, which I'm very sure they didn't, but I need to rewatch the behind the scenes stuff again. I need to rewatch it. But if they didn't, that just makes like all that work look so much better for me. Like like doing this project made me love 500 Days of Summer like its original form even more. I cannot okay, say cool. this, I can't say that this chronological cut is like better. It's just nice to have. It's just nice to see. But um, but I cannot say it's like better than the than the. I can't say it. I I can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. But but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I love Five Hundred Days of Summer. I really Thank like you. it. So I I love that film. Um, I'll, if it ever exports, I'll 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 send it to you. I'll send it to you. I'll let you I'll let you see it. But right. um, yeah. But um, to finish up, uh, we both. So yeah, nineteen ninety four, really good. Um, great. Um, great. It's it's fun. It has some really cool setup for things. I love all the characters, even if some of them aren't the like most developed characters of all time. But I really like all of them. I think they all have distinct personalities, and the actors do a great job. Kills are pretty awesome, um, especially towards the end of the movie with the fucking bread slicer and the axe to the head. Um, there's just so much I really like about this movie. It's funny, it's fast paced, but it leaves plenty of time to develop the world and characters and make everything relatable and interesting and awesome and fun. And it's, it's such a good movie. And that is where we go into the next part. 1980. What was it? No, 1979, 70, 79, 78, yeah. 78, 78. Fuck. We are not going to get these right. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, no. The, well, third one, the third one is 1666. Yeah. Because of it. the devil number. Yeah. Easy. Mm, suck on that. Yeah, we um, knew the last one because it has six 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 and and oh man, I'm so disappointed in myself. I've seen the trilogy three times and I didn't remember 1978. Yeah, 70 something, 90 something, 16, 60 something. All right. Um, um, so so we so uh let's get into um the non-spoiler section. Let's just get out some nice um thoughts and then we'll we'll elaborate on them in the spoiler section. But <clears throat> BC, what do you think of, of part two? 
What do you think? I want to gauge your response. It's definitely my least favorite. It mm-hmm. um, it is the one that I, not to say it's bad per se. I still gave it a positive rating, um, but it is my lowest possible positive rating, which is a six out of ten. Hmm. How come it? just didn't do much for me it was too much um look i mean i appreciate how well it imitated slashers from that time um it definitely feels like a friday the 13th movie but i just don't care for the old friday the 13th movies they're so lackadaisically paced uh there's a formula to them and once you figure it out there's nothing really all that exciting until the kills happen and this movie followed that too closely, in my opinion. Um, and it just wasn't all that exciting to me until like the last half hour, maybe. I'll give you um, <clears throat> uh, my response. My, my, my reaction to the film was always, this is very, very, very good. Like, like I agree with you about Friday the 13th. I need to, I need to rethink. Um, I need to do a Friday the 13th rewatch. I oh, saw the- I watched... I watched all of like all 12 of those pretty recently, like within the past couple months. And yeah. my favorites are the ones that people hate because they are the most different, like goes to hell. I know people hate Go, it. Goes to hell. I, I, I remember that one fondly. I remember that one. Really but it's fondly. one of my favorites just because it is so different. And like, I get so bored just watching people walk around a forest. So uh, that's what 78 felt like to me quite a bit, except a lot more modern and sleek. Um, one reason why I liked 78 so much was that, was the, um, that little, um, that little, that little, um, that, that raising to the, um, to the, um, camp horror movie gods. Um, I liked that because it worked with its lore. It worked with itself quite well, if you ask me. It worked with its, um, lore and story and the fact that it was trying, like, in the years... 1994 was very much a 90s horror film. This one is very much a 1970s horror film. Very, um, very schlocky, very, very flashy, and everything. I genuinely enjoy it. Um, I enjoy how everything mixes together. Always. Um, that's one thing I'll always love about these films is how well they mix together and how well they, um, they all, um, what is it? How well they work with each other. Also. Mm-hmm. Um. I see what you mean by um by that Friday Thirteenth um just that just that little um lack of um interest in it. I absolutely see what you mean. I like it because of that because I'm interested in it, not because there's a lack of interest. Just that I was interested in it. But I see what you mean. You you like you didn't you don't have to get into it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it is a movie that is definitely improved by its third act. Just when everything goes down, it yeah. is so awesome and exciting. And it cu- it really does make up for the rest of the movie, which I found to be, I don't want to say it's boring per se, but at the same time, it is a little too lackadaisical. And since it is trying to be a 70s horror movie rather than, or early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. rather than a 90s one, that means that... Um, it gets rid of so like 1994 was definitely clearly inspired by Scream because it had a lot of the quick 
with a dialogue and that kind of stuff. 78 in trying to be like more of a Friday the 13th movie doesn't have that wit to it as well as 1994 did. And it made a lot of the character interactions a little, um, I don't know, frustrating. There was so much back and forth about what they should do. And it was just, it got tedious for me, especially the two girls in the cave. That was my least favorite part of the movie. And it cut back to it so fucking much. And I got so annoyed. I don't know. Hmm. I I'm just a fucking stooge, I guess. I don't know what's wrong with me, but wow, wow. Um, I'm not. I am not shooting you down for that opinion. Um, and like straight up, one person could hate this trilogy because they just don't like horror, or <clears throat> or you just don't like what this. You you. I think I think it's your to- your taste of of liking '90s horror films like Scream more than just more than um seven late '70s early '80s camp um mm-hmm. i think i think it's that but there's nothing wrong with that absolutely not i mean i totally fucking respect how well this imitates one of those mm-hmm. but it sticks too close to them in my opinion and it just didn't work for me as well not to say it's a bad movie because i did give it a six which is a positive score yeah um it's just one that i don't think i'd ever watch again unless i'm watching the entire trilogy as a whole but like i could watch 1994 like all the time but this one i just never see myself going back to that often well one i think the reason why i really like this one is because um is because it deepens the lore so so much oh my goodness it does yeah it deepens the lore a lot and and that's a lot of heavy lifting for one film to do that's a like like how 1994 was sort of saddled with the task of showing us that there is lore. The second film has to show us what that lore is and how it will mm-hmm. relate to the first film and how it will lead to the last film. And I think it does it very well. Um, you said you didn't like all the stuff with um with um, the big sister and uh with, with these two girls down in the um in the oh, yeah. and everything. Um Th- that the- those really those really deepen the lore, but um they but, don't um, deepen the characters, and I prefer character work to lore work. Mm-hmm. I think so I that's... think I think they're I think I thought the character work was fine. I it's nowhere near part one. I thought the character work was fine. Uh, yeah, it's not bad, but compared to part one, where I got invested in every single character, part two felt like a detour. Well, that's I think I think that's I don't think that's just writing wise. I think that's just stylistically. Because it's different yeah. characters and different and different such, but that's the not best. The, same. <clears throat> yeah, the best thing that this film did for the series as a whole is develop Nick more and show his progression better. And like, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. That is the best part of this. Honestly, I don't get um, Jillian Jacobs. Like, why was she Sadie Sink? Like, it was an unnecessary twist, in my opinion. It didn't yeah, really I- matter which. <laughs> Yo, yo, like, yo, yo. Huh. We're not in spoilers. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I can cut back. I can cut back. I can cut. Sorry. Um, uh, just go on with the point about there being a, a different twist. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, there's a twist. Spoilers that um, you we'll think you're following. Huh? We'll, we'll explain more in spoilers. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. It just felt unnecessary to me. I'm like, 
why am I supposed to care which one of these girls is Jillian Jacobs in the future? It doesn't really change all that much. Well, I'll 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 try to answer that as best as I can. The spoiler section. I'll try to answer that. Just make just make sure to remind me. Um, okay. So so you've already given out your score, six out of ten. That still stands for you, I assume. I mean, I assume that didn't change. Um, yeah. For me, it's a it's um three and a half out of five. Might be four actually. I'm sort of like ever since I rewatched the films, I'm starting to warm this one up, warm this warm up to this one way more, and especially so for the third film. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, I do think I do think this has one of the better villains. Um, And I like what I do really like about this movie is that it does have a main villain where the first one doesn't. Like um, the first one starts out with the kind of ghost face ripoff, but then there's like five other ones and they're all cool. But I feel like the series kind of does focus on the wrong ones. A little bit like I wanted to see more of the baby face smasher guy rather than just the old well, dude that just well, stabs well, you with a pocket knife. Well, well, we'll get to that. Oh boy, we're gonna get to that. I can't wait to get to that. But um, <clears throat> I like yeah, I ahead. like that this one. I like that this one has a real villain. It has a presence. I like the presence of one killer rather than yeah. like five. Although five killers works good in the finale. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's get into spoiler section uh, right now. Let's go. Uh, hey. So, so yeah. Uh, what were Tommy? Right, Tommy's Tommy. Tommy, I believe it was. Yeah. Tommy. So Tommy is Cindy's Cindy, right? <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah. Maybe? Tommy's Cindy's Cindy? boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a uh, something. Emily Rudd is the actress. I believe so. I believe yeah, so. so he's her boyfriend, and he and her go into the doctor's cabin, who's the same woman we see in 1994. Mm. Um, and she was the medical doctor, or the nurse, I guess, at the camp. And she is also, isn't she the mom of the girl who killed her friends at the sleepover? Or is that a different... Um, the mother is the mother is um I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. In the 1994 film, she's the mother. Oh crap. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh crap. What was it? Oh. Um, it might have been um kill all those girls that sleep over, maybe. Oh, it, oh wait, wait. In the um just in the eighth film, that's what happened. That's the daughter. Um, I think. Um, something like that. Um okay. the nurse had a daughter that oh crap i think i I think i I think i just confused myself with um (laughs) i think it might have been the other way around actually might have been i don't know yeah i don't look it up (laughs) i should rewatch these just to get a like everything straight but anyway um yeah so tommy he becomes under the his he becomes under the influence basically and he starts to become the main killer and i thought that was a really good progression to see him as just like a normal teen and then kind of transform into basically Jason Voorhees. But I like him. He reminds me of 2009 Jason. Tommy as the killer reminds me of 2009 Jason because he'll just fucking charge at you. Yes, and yes. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing. And then, I, yeah, yeah, go, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, you're good. Okay, so one complaint I have about this movie, and this is probably my fault because I watched it on my phone, which was stupid, but this movie seemed very dimly lit to me, and a lot of the times the kills took place in the dark, so you couldn't really make out the blood when everything around them was like pitch black. Well, well, I don't think the entire film is uh, dimly lit. I mean, like, it's got that summer camp gloss at the beginning all over it. It's I wish camp. absolutely. I honestly wish the entire movie took place during the evening rather than at night. Then you would have gotten the dimly lit stuff <laughs> all over. Yeah, but um, but but um, I see what you mean. I like that it's during the day because it sets up this sort of safety of setting up everything that's supposed to happen. You know, the camper games and everything should happen during the night, and it's this nice little setup for this big showdown between between um this replacement Jason and the children. Which, talking about your dimly lit stuff, I see what you mean by regular scenes. It does seem very odd that um that's dimly lit, but I like it because it's lit by the by the camp's lanterns, by the camp's candles, and everything like mm-hmm. that. I like I like and the flashlight. I like I like that kind of stuff. But I do see what you mean. Um, with that, when you use that, like the witch, for example, you cannot watch that on a phone. You can't. There is no reason you should watch the witch on your. Phone. I've never but, seen The Witch. I need to. It's great. It's it uses natural lighting of like of like the um the overcast um sky and like only candles and like a brushing fire behind the table. That is mm-hmm. the only lighting it has. Yet you can see a lot of it, which is very nice. The, when it's not well lit, that's it feels like a choice. In this, I don't really feel like it's a choice. More so, it's more of a bug. And while you can do as much as you can with natural lighting, like with candles, you could put something right here and you could see my, you can see this half of my face. Mm-hmm. For example, you can see this eye. Then you put it right here. You could see this. Like you could switch the lighting around a lot more. I don't think they were thinking about the lighting so much that the, the natural lighting could be used very well, which is why being dimly lit, I do believe, is a bug more than a feature. Even though the, natural, the use of natural lighting is very cool. I will give it that. It's very cool. Yeah, uh, I just remember feeling... Because, like, in 1994, you had that entire sequence in the grocery store, and you could see everything. Every kill that happened there, the bread slicer, the axe to the head, you could see it vividly, and it was so well lit and, like, so bloody and gory. And then this one, a lot of the kills took place in the dark, and you could not... I mean, they were still violent in nature, but you couldn't really see, and I don't need to see every single kill in graphic detail, but I wish this movie just went for it a little bit harder, because, like, even though I don't care for the old Friday the 13th movies all that much, because they are so lackadaisically paced, at least the kills are super fucking memorable, whereas I don't remember a single kill from this one, because I think he just does the same thing to every character, which is just swings an axe at them. And that gets repetitive and a little tedious. I, I was waiting for some creativity in the kills. One reason why I liked um, like Tim just swinging his axe is because I, there's, I cannot say I memorized every single kill. I can't say that. But, I, but there's one kill that, that was effective to me. Um, it was when, um, when this one kid had to keep all these um, prisoners in their jail. Oh, like yeah. And, yeah. And with the glasses and everything... I like a film that is not afraid to kill children. 
but mm-hmm. I but I'm also but I'm also very very proud of a film that will do it tastefully. Yeah, I'm proud of that. I, I as much as I love Gore as I love Gore as much as the next person. It's just that um, I understand that there is that kind of children type of thing where you do have to like be careful not not because of children watching but just showing that on screen. I understand that completely, and I I really enjoyed it. That's why I'm not as pissed about the dimly lit stuff because that was on purpose, and the dimly lit stuff is sort of a lead up to that, you know, sort of like an ease you an ease you in that type of type of um type of um relief. Mm-hmm. But I do see what you mean, and I do see what you mean by just him swinging an axe. That is all he does, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't like fucking toss it like that or anything like. Oh, that. Oh, like just... two thousand nine, Jason. Yeah. When he yeah. fucking tosses into the dude's back. I just hear. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, hot take. Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine, is like one of the best Friday the Thirteenth movies. It's so much fun because it's so fucking like brutal and like Jason charges fucking after you. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's my favorite Jason, that's for sure. I love oh, yes. that. That like fucking, that Jason, he's fucking insane. He sets <laughs> fucking traps everywhere, and he's fucking just like ramming you with shit. It's so cool. It's insane. But um, yeah. but uh, what else did I um, what else did we uh talk about? Oh yeah, Jillian Jacobs. Why that twist is semi important. The reason why I think it's sort of important. It's not important to the major story. It's important for character. I think it's important for the big sister, for the little sister to have switched. <clears throat> I don't know why the switch was important, but. I don't know. Oh At the time when I watched it and it revealed that, oh, Sadie Sink was actually grew up to be Jillian Jacobs all along. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Okay. You know. I, I yeah yeah I get, feel, you, I get you like the movie I think tried to make it feel more important than it was I don't know uh huh I I feel what you mean I see what you mean um I don't know why the twist is important but um like I couldn't, can't really say that. yeah go ahead, go ahead. yeah couldn't it have just why why did it have to be a twist why couldn't we have known the entire time that's who it was because then we would have been able to say oh, this is Jillian Jacobs when she's younger, so you get used to her when she's younger. I feel like it would have been more effective if it wasn't a twist and it was just set up from the beginning that that's who it was. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's not really character work at all. It's just a useless twist, yeah. Yeah, also, it I, is. I, I th- <laughs> <laughs> it is useless. Sorry, sorry, sorry to, like, make that part of the film bad for you because I want you to enjoy it. I want to enjoy every movie I watch, but it's useless. I'm, try- I'm trying to think because there was a way I thought where that was uh, useful in a way, in a, in a certain way, but let me think. I, I don't even know why she switched in the first... I don't even know why. Exactly! I, <laughs> I hate to rain on your parade like this, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, why? Yeah, why do that? Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That's I totally ruined why, the that's fucking what, movie for you. That's one reason why why I love doing this, like having these discussions and having everyone listen to it. But mm-hmm. oh, oh, it doesn't ruin the film for me. It doesn't ruin it. It's just like, why the fuck is it in there in the first place? 
I'm sure it'll be important. I'm sure. I'm sure if I rewatch, I'm sure there's something. Yeah, there. there's something. Missing. I'm, I'm sure there's something I'm missing. I'm missing. It. But yeah. um, but um, <sighs> as of right now, yeah. It, uh, I final thoughts. Uh, sure. Final thoughts. Um, what are your final thoughts? Uh, it's not a bad movie. I respect it. I think it does well doing what it tries to do, but what it tries to do is just not all that interesting to me personally. And um, it's a solid movie. And I think if it had nothing to do with the rest of the series, I'd have been like, oh, you know, it was just a movie I watched. But since it is part of the trilogy, it does make this feel a little more important than the standard slasher movie, uh, just because it is like expanding on the lore and stuff. Um, But yeah, if it had nothing to do with the rest of the franchise, I would not give a shit about it. But um, since it is expanding stuff, it is still an important watch. And it is a solid enough movie. Um, yeah, um, I definitely do think that this film is very much important. Um, I, in fact, if you ask me, it might be the most important one because it does fill in. So- the third film does what a lot of people might think is the most important part of the um, lore filling, like as in like filling us in on the lore. If you ask me, this one was the most important because because it just it prepares you so much for for the Lord that have that 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 will happen. And like the first two films add up to a wonderful conclusion. I cannot believe how 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 great it was pulled off. Legit, and we're jumping I don't believe into that. 1666. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, not yet. Not yet. No, not, not yet. yet. But uh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that um that um I really, really enjoyed. um really enjoyed what he could do for the um, for the overall trilogy which is quite quite nice then then that then that but um i see what you mean it's definitely a film that i just don't think it was for you personally uh, like that's just yeah. my read that's my read that's my read i'm not saying it oh, is oh i agree that's yeah it's i feel bad because i want to i really really want to like every movie i watch i don't want to watch a bad movie or or and hate a movie or hate a movie you don't i don't want to hate a movie it. yeah it's and, not and, something you know, I find. I'm like, um, like Chris Stuckman recently. He's like, I only want to talk about movies that I like now because just hating a movie. Yes, there are bad movies out there that it's totally fine if you don't like them, but it's just not something I like. I enjoy doing is hating on a movie. You don't, you don't, you don't want yeah. like trashing on a film does nothing. If you you think it's bad, cool, but you don't really need to. You don't really need to say the director did this so awfully. The cinematography yeah. was this bad. There's like, nothing like, I'm, awful I'm trying to be better about movie. that myself. Yeah. yeah, I'm over time. I think I really need to, um, because like I remember a couple reviews that I used to have where I'm like, all I said, the only words I said was, "This film is trash," but it needs to be expanded past that. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Um. So. I uh yeah that's about it um I think my score might stay the same it might not because yeah. I if you I like think, it if you yeah. like it like it I mean I'm not against you liking it at all I think it's great that you like it oh no it's um it's not it's not the, it's not like it's not like I'm trying to match up to you it's just that um the reason I thought I'd like it a lot more after talking about it but now I feel like I need to rewatch that one to truly see where my feelings lie, even though I've seen it already three, even though I've seen it three times already. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely something to definitely sit, to, to, to sit on, definitely something to think about. 
Um, so if that's not, if there's nothing else, uh, 1666. Yep. 1666, everyone. Non-spoiler section. Let's blow this out. Out the gate. What do you think? Great. It is so good. All right. Cool. 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 What would you get a rating? I know it's early, but what's your rating for it? Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, on Letterbox, it's eight and a half. Um, but after talking about it, it could go up to a nine. I just have to think about it a little bit. Um, yeah. Eight, uh, right now, eight and a half. So uh, half a point more than nineteen ninety four. So it is my favorite. Cool, 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 yo. Um, when I first watched it, I didn't really get a lot out of it other than the fact that it did so well doing all this stuff from the other sequels, like from the other, from the two before it, and doing so well with it, with it being um, a gothic um, early early American um, um, folktale film. A 1990s film and a complete conclusion to the lore and the film set up before it. The fact that it did all three of these without missing a single step, if you ask me, the fact that it did that should be like that. That is worth praise. That is worth all the. I see why so many people will say this is their favorite. Right now, um, on my letterbox, I gave it a three out of five on the on the review. <laughs> that does not mean I think it's like with. While I think about this, it might go up to like four out of five, honestly, because because I've I didn't enjoy this much this one as much as the other two, but that's but that's only because I didn't have a a not of not a lot, not a lot not a lot to attach myself to the first time I watched it. But on the rewatches, I definitely I definitely latched onto it way more than I used to, and I like it a lot more. If I have to give you a true rating right now, probably a four out of five. I genuinely, I think it's really darn great what they did. I think it's, I, I think, I think it's a well, it's, a, I think it's a well done job from all the writers, from the director, from everyone that was involved. I think it was darn great how it ended. Um, mm-hmm. It was essentially, it was near perfect. If you ask me, I couldn't really think of anything that was really big that wasn't wrapped up. I think it was wrapped up in a nice tiny bow. Uh, I think it was wrapped up very, very well. That's what I'm trying to say. I think it's a very nice conclusion for the trilogy. Yeah, hold on. Sorry, my mom's texting me. No, you're cool. You're cool. Um, I know that a lot of people really like this one, and I don't blame them at all. Like this, this one is pretty darn is pretty darn great. Now that I look back at it, um, it's just really, really, uh, yeah, it's just really well made. Um, it harkens back to um to wow i brought the witch earlier <laughs> you should watch the witch if you you said yeah you i've like heard yeah, i've heard there's a lot of comparisons so i i definitely do need to check it out it's really darn good it's definitely a favorite it's a it's a highlight of 2010's horror for me mm-hmm. definitely definitely really great and yeah the comparisons are to be made um it is set in that time it is set in that kind of um community it is set in that kind of society and um, yeah, that's that, that's essentially part three does play with that, but it does so very well with its lore, with its own lore. That's why I can't say the witch and part three are completely comparable, only in location and slight feel, and that's only for the first hour. That's only for yeah. the first hour, and then the think, rest of the film. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think this is the scariest one, and I think it has the best atmosphere. 
Best atmosphere, most definitely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yes. Yes. Like, when I say it's the most scariest one, I don't mean, like, I had nightmares about it or anything, but it is definitely the one that I just, it has a sense of importance and dread, and it's, the other two movies, like, the first one's definitely kind of that 90s sarcastic feeling, and then the second one's a little more straightforward slasher. This one is actually, like, a period piece drama it's yeah. really dramatic and it's really um it's pretty uh yeah dark it's dark yeah, it's as very fuck. dark it's very like not- in tone like <clears throat> it's, it's the one that feels the most like odd like the kills in the first one sure i felt bad for the characters but they were still fun kills this yes. one i was just like fuck this is like hard to watch at points yes absolutely I do think this one is the darkest one. This one has the darkest... Um, the, darkest the darkest timeline. One. Yeah. <laughs> With Jillian Jacobs. Here. Yeah, exactly, community! <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe we did that. I cannot believe we did that in a podcast. I made, I made the fucking joke without even thinking of Jillian Jacobs. <laughs> I'm stupid, but it, it still worked out. <laughs> That's too good. That's awesome. Oh, fuck. That's anyway. a top. That's a top ten moment right there. That's a top ten moment right there. <laughs> Me making like, a joke without even realizing what joke I'm making. Yeah. <laughs> like how good the joke is. Anyway. Um. um jam. Yeah. Damn. I almost said jam like Space Jam <laughs> instead of damn. <laughs> okay. I think, I, think I broke him. I think I broke him. Let's get past this stupid shit. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So we already given ratings and such. Uh, let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. The one part that je- like like this film had the one part that genuinely made me like 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 sent a chill up my spine was the eye collection. Oh, now, that holy was shit! Dark. I was like, I said that I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Yeah. What the heck? And like, nineteen seventy-eight. Sure, they killed a couple kids, but like. That was off Like it was in the dark. It was in the dark. Yeah, it's nothing like this. No, and they show the eye. Oh fuck, the dude! I, the I, the eyes in the pile there, and then the and then the preacher going like. I just, I I I am I am I almost paused and yeeted myself out of there. I it genuinely <sighs> sent a chill up my spine. I just oh yeah, it's. I love how um serious this gets, and it still feels like it fits yes absolutely absolutely it taught the trilogy tosses up tones everywhere but this one feels like the most serious and the most dark which is which makes sense this is the darkest chapter um sarah fears um origin story as we might call it yeah like this this has to be the darkest there's some jokes here there's some levity like a guy gets a boner and everyone laughs at him which is yeah that's it's I, hilarious yeah it's, yeah, it's freaking funny but um yeah but uh, but this is definitely the darkest chapter, and the reveal and, and the reveal at the end. I could not believe. I like like. I'm not gonna say yeah. it was like the most. I'm not gonna say it was the most unpredictable out of all the twists I've ever seen. But I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't expecting it. It actually. I was like, oh shit. Oh oh shit. Well, probably because you like him so much. Yeah, you, you like. Know? Yeah, you like him. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It's just like, like damn, this movie's so fucking good and. 
it's kind of two movies in one, which does lead to a bit of unbalancing, but I accepted it and I liked it. And um, yeah, when it comes to it's, what did you feel about the way they did like bringing back the other cast members except playing like ancestors of the, what did I you feel really about that? that? I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. I liked lie. it. But, I liked but, it. Uh, but um, I thought that made a lot of sense in part two. In part three, I was like, that's weird. But then it I does realized... feel like a few of them are thrown in just to be there. Uh, um, the, reason, the reason why I was like, that's weird for, for part three was because it didn't occur to me that this is Dina seeing it from her reality. Which yeah. Like, and, and this is their ancestors. It's confirmed to be their ancestors. Absolutely. But um, but that's what made me ease into it, and then and then it was revealed that these are the ancestors. I was like, oh, my dumb self didn't realize that. Another thing that this movie does super well is that a lot of times period pieces are only set there just because a director may think the imagery is nice or something. But um, this movie actually takes full advantage of the time it's set in to build a ton of danger around. Absolutely. The like the townsfolk could turn on them any second just because it was such a different time where a woman's word was not heard. And I like how it shows that there hasn't really been that much progress between 1666 and 1994, where sure, you're not going to get lynched in 1994 for being gay, but you're definitely going to be ostracized. And so um, this movie is just, it builds so much tension around the male townsfolk and this is not me saying all men are bad but like it's fitting for the time and it builds a ton of danger and it's really yes, absolutely. intense it, it, it comes it comes into the main themes of the of the, the whole trilogy is the main thing yeah the main theme is being different mm-hmm. like, like like if you look at it chronologically the theme of sarah fears being different being gay all goes all the way to dina and Sam being gay. And mm-hmm. it's not just being gay, it's just being different from everyone else in times when society didn't see that as a norm. And it's it's genuinely wonderful. Not to mention, Sarah Fears is a tragic character. She oh, gives herself fuck. up to be a witch just to save her girlfriend. Yeah, oh, Sarah Fears oh. is awesome. Yes. Ah, I felt so much pain when I, like, I'm not gonna lie, I teared up a bit. I teared up a bit. Yeah, her. Oh God. Yeah, I guess we're in spoilers technically, right? So, were we not in spoilers? Oh shit, we weren't, were we? Oh shit. Well, it's fine. We were kind of writing the line, but I think this is where we can go full on. Um, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little spoiler thing, like in. That's fine. Yeah, um, but just um, her hanging. Yes, it's not the most gory death or anything like that, but it probably is the most impactful death yeah. in the entire series. Like, it's not quite as awesome as, like, the bread cutter kill, but it is the most impactful in terms of story and tone and emotion. If you, if you ask me, it's my... It's my um, <clears throat> I already said that um, the bread kill was my favorite. If I had a second favorite, it had to be that kill. Because of how much weight it has, it has so much character and emotional weight that it mm-hmm. made me feel like like the bread kill. I teared up. Had, yeah, with the hanging, like the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 
the bread kill made me just go like, yes, I got up and cheered, man. Like, like I took a victory lap, but then that, that kill, but then the hanging, I'm like, why? Yeah, bro. I don't get, I mean, it's totally fair if you don't care for these movies, but like you don't, uh, it's people calling them like super generic and like not emotional is pretty false in my opinion because these are so well like brings out so many emotions you don't Um, have to you don't have to like the trilogy as much as we do but but i don't believe you when you say that these these people are so generic these people are so now like like if i were to say like uh the drug dealer friend or um the guy who masturbated to himself in the in the in the in the um, bathroom those characters i'm not gonna say they were i'm not gonna say any characters were truly completely developed other than sarah fear um, Sarah Fear is the most developed character, if you ask me. Besides, mm-hmm. besides, I'm Sheriff Nick, maybe. maybe Nick him. is and, great. And, 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 um, and he becomes a bad guy. He becomes a bad guy. A simple bad guy at the end. Um, I. You may already have this pulled up, but um, I need to know the name of the guy who plays Nick because he's so fucking good through all all of these movies. Have especially you seen in 1666, especially 1666 when he plays um. When he plays, when he plays that Jesus looking at Solomon, yeah. right? Is it Solomon? Solomon? I think it's Solomon. Yeah, holy shit, he's so good as fucking Solomon, and he is so good because I never fucking expected him to be the bad guy, and when that happens, it makes sense. But at the same time, you feel like, oh fuck, because I liked that guy. Like he was such a cool person compared to all the other guys in town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he offers, that's what I love about these movies is it offers senses of security and then tears them away to create super intense moments. His name is Ashley Zuckerman. Oh, so fucking good, man. He's, I need to see him in so much more because he's amazing. Watch watch Succession. Watch Succession. You will thank me. You will thank me. All right. Yeah, it's just, damn, like how it just strips that away from you and you were like, oh, damn, this guy is actually really nice. no, he's 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 behind it all along, and it's it's really well done. Yeah, I yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, the kills here are not too plentiful in the um in the um sixty sixty six portion. Other than the kids getting their eyes stabbed out. Oh my god. Oh holy shit! Yeah. Holy fucking shit! Yeah. This is just um, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. We are in- we are in, we are in spoiler section. We were in spoiler section because because um the first thing I brought up was the eyes. Yeah, okay. that's a pretty big moment. Um, anyway, um, other, other so, than that mass kill, yeah. Um, but here we get to the part because this movie is really two movies disguised as one. Mm-hmm. There we go. This back is not only this is not only Fear Street sixty sixty six. This is also nineteen ninety four part two, which I, I thought was really funny. They put the part two under. I yeah, they really put funny. it. They I, literally I put part really two. Funny. <laughs> it's I funny. Was, I, I saw that. I was like, uh, when, they, when they went back to 1994, I just thought, I just thought, please put up the year, and then they put the part two right there. I, I yeah. lost it. I absolutely lost it. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It is um, definitely interesting. But um, so we cut back right where the first one left off, pretty much, and we are back in the forest, and Dina is has finally realized that Nick Good is an ancestor, is the newest generation of the Goods, and it is a little on the nose where it's like, Nick the Goods bad. are evil. 
Yeah, the goods are evil. The but goods are bad. The goods are bad. The good bad. No. Goodbye. It is a little stupid, but it works enough because the movies, even though they can get super serious and it works when they do get super serious, it also has a fun tone to it. So Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it works. And since this part is in the 90s and not the 1600s, it works to have a more uh, lighter tone, slight, slightly lighter tone. Yeah, um, um, yeah. What, one thing I love about the um, about the um, about this trilogy is that it goes to 1666, which is very, very serious, very, very dark, very serious. And 1994, I'm not gonna say it was completely silly. It it has serious moments. It has some dark shit in there, but it does go back to that tone when it's in that time period, which is very cool. What one thing I always thought was really cool was um, the cinematography changes with every time period. Exactly. Yeah, that was really cool. I, that that and that took me to my to my second rewatch. I saw. I, I went, damn, the camera's not dynamic in sixteen sixty six, is it? And then yeah. and then I thought about. Then I thought back to nineteen seventy eight. I think it's the most dynamic there, like like because it's in that camp. It's in that camp. The energy, the camp energy, goes to the camera itself. Mm-hmm. And um, nineteen ninety four is is a melding of both sixteen sixty six with its serious more more um more calmer shot with the dynamic um cinematography of 78 i think it, and it all goes really well mm-hmm. yeah it. and lay uh lay Janiac, right is that yep lay Janiac. director and writer co-writer mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. fucking fan i i need to see more of her shit she's fantastic i believe and- i yeah, go ahead, I go watched ahead. a lot of interviews with her and she just seems like a super cool person and she loves like talking about what she's done and um she's super humble and I just think she's super cool and I need to see more of her. She's made one or two other movies that were like pretty more one festival film. type uh, movies, but it's called Honeymoon. Yeah, I need to watch it. Cause I I really do enjoy her stuff and I hope she uh Continues to do whatever the fuck she wants to do. She doesn't have to do more Fear Street if she doesn't want to. She can do anything she needs. She says she wants, she says she wants to do uh, more Fear Street. She says she wants. Oh, right if now. she wants to, then I I would not complain because I think she does great at it. But at the same time, if she wants to do something completely different, I would not complain. I want to see whatever she does. I was about, I was about, to, I was about to say, whatever else she does, I will be there. I like, I'll probably be there. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I love. Actually, yeah, okay. I love this trilogy just because there are so many new names that I now get to know and watch and follow. Yeah. And it's so exciting. So. Absolutely. Um. One thing I loved about this, I was hoping that this would happen because it's an R.L. Stein staple at this point. Um. But um, the ending where the book is hidden at the is that is at the cave. It gets taken, and that's the last shot of the trilogy. <clears throat> I didn't know that was a R.L. Stein thing, but that is. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's he didn't originate it, but but if you have an R.L. Stein story, expect the final twist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Not, not, not that oh, he was an originator. So, that he was an originator. He's not that old. Okay, well, I thought you were talking about a book being taken is yeah, the ending to all of his stories. I, oh I, no, I, no 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 oh, oh I totally misinterpreted what you were saying. I was like, uh, and- <laughs> so they always end with a book being taken. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in stupid. This, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. In this, uh, um, a book just just gets taken, and it's the last. It's the last shot. Just and yeah. I can and I and Lee Janiac said said herself, 
we want to make more. I cannot wait to see what she does. I I need to either- see a whole I need to see a whole movie with that kid who just smashes people with a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> I need to see that movie. Cause that kid is fucking creepy and he's not in the series all that much. You only see him in like little flashes here and there. Which reminds me to bring up the monsters. I really like the design. I really like the design. Like like for all the, yeah. all the monsters. The designs are great. My problem is that I think they focus on the wrong ones a little bit because like, I don't know, it's more personal taste than anything, but there are certain ones I found scary that just didn't have a ton of screen time where they gave a lot of screen time. There's like this old man. I think he was like a milkman in the 50s or something. Yeah, yeah, the milkman. And he just kind of slices at people with like a pocket knife. That's all he fucking does. And he was like, so in so much of this uh the end of it like the the 1994 part two portion he was like a surprisingly big part of it even though he didn't really have a development because he's just a mindless killer thing well yeah um, that's 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 one thing i'll agree with is that is that i think he was in there a bit much instead of like the boy imagine the boy just fucking up some shit imagine that that was so great but it was but but it was disappointing because and i understand not every single monster, I call them monsters, even though they're humans, but um, um, every single monster is not going to get the same screen time as each other. But I just wish the ones that I liked got more screen time. But that's personal preference, really. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. The I'm sure there's a- someone who fucking loves that milkman and was so yeah. excited to see him yeah. do a lot of stuff in this. But I prefer get, the, get on you, the baseball person. bat. Get on you. I prefer the boy with the baseball bat, and I wish he got a little more to do. Um, one thing I really um, I see what you mean. I'm glad that the main monster is like um, like the girl face, like like yeah, like Tom. Tommy is my favorite of the monsters just because of how close he was to the whole um ancestry type of part. He wasn't like a family member of anyone. But he was dating someone who was the sister of Jillian. And he was an actual, we saw him as a decent person. Yes, And it makes it kind of sad throughout the rest of it to see him become this mindless killer. It's not entirely um, completely sad, if if you ask me, just because we don't have that much time with him. But I see what you mean. He's definitely one of those tragic characters that will never get a redemption arc or anything like that, which is fine. I absolutely enjoyed that. I like it, yeah. I think it works well. It's it's a part of the story that doesn't um it's not the most focused on, but it does add something. Yes, absolutely. Um Tommy is my favorite. Um the rest of the the rest of the killers I couldn't feel much about, but that's not to say that they are bad. I like I said, I really like the designs of every single one of the monsters that we see. And not to mention, there's a ton more killers that we didn't even get to see because they weren't brought back. Remember that? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is which is really cool to me. But um, also, I think I hope they keep um, it like that. I hope they keep it like that, as in like we don't get to see like like I like the idea of the history that we don't get to see all of it. I'm starting to like that way more because if yeah. you did that, they would fall into the archetype of oh, this is the first villain. Oh, this is the second villain, biggest villain of all, third villain, and everything like that. It falls into that. No, they're all pretty with- equal. They're all pretty equal. And um, I like <laughs> one thing that I do like, and I don't know if this it's probably intentional, just because. These movies are paying homage to other slasher and horror movies. Yeah. But um, Tommy 
the killer's name being Tommy is cool because Friday the 13th, four, five, and six are all about Tommy yeah, Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who is a hero, not a villain, but um, it was implied at the end of part four and at the end of part five that Tommy could end up becoming a killer, but they just never went through with that and made him a hero throughout all of them. Yeah, yeah, I hear but, it. I hear it. It's like it's like the people who wanted to see Tommy become Jason finally now get to see it, except he's just not called Jarvis. Yeah. Um. That's everything I got for uh for a part three. That's everything I got. Uh, and for the trilogy. oh, there's um you get what else? Um, what have you got? Martin. Martin. We forgot about Martin or Marvin. 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 Marvin, Marvin Martin. The. The guy who gets arrested at the in the first yes, one yes, for spray right. painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the younger brother slips him the key or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. He, he just, I love those characters who aren't super well fleshed out, but they're just kind of along for the ride, and they just add a little bit of, you know, banter and stuff. And yeah. he's not an amazing character, but I think the actor pulls off this, like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but you know what? I like you guys, so I'm going to help you. Yeah, yeah, and he got out of jail. So I was just saying he yeah. got out. And, yeah. he's out and, he, and, he's, and he's like, fuck y'all. And when all the monsters start fucking fighting each other because they, like, spread the, like, barrel. Yes. It's like, I thought that was something. cool. I thought Wasn't that was it so cool. Sam's blood is what Sam's attracts blood. them? Sam's blood. Yeah. So they start painting themselves, or they start splashing, like, Sam's blood on them, and um, they just start fucking going after each other, and it's like an all-out Brawl. brawl it's so yeah. much fun it's so yeah. much fun See, seeing the little boy bash up a motherfucker yeah. is so funny it's so funny <laughs> it's bop, so good bop, bop. or um or um oh crap and the milk and the milkman just like and he's yeah. just trying it's so funny how he's trying to stab <laughs> yeah. everyone it's yeah. so funny but I, I, I have to say that's that's one of my favorite moments from the trilogy is that we saw the, is is like that idea of like 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 it's like one of those um how it should have ended concepts where it yeah like, where, where it was like if you had the blood and you sprayed it on someone on one of the monsters will the monster fight the other but and i love that they actually thinking. thought of that and put it in the movie yeah so it's not that, a how that's it so ended. funny I'm, yeah i'm like yes i'm like yes yes yes, yes it's yes. so good and i think it serves as a pretty good conclusion it is a little more focused on action but that's not a bad thing because it has been building up so much that it's nice to have that release where everything just goes insane. Um, not, to, not to mention, there's not a lot more character stuff that that could be done without that 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 big focus of the action. The the action really fuels the the character stuff for the end. Especially yeah, exactly. With Sam, especially with Sam and Dina. Sp Sam and Dina are like the biggest part of that. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely and, see um, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, so like on one hand, I could see some people complaining that's a little more action over substance, but it is a finale and we built up so much and it's nice to have that release. And you're right, the action does feel the rest fuel. I don't know why I have such a hard time with that word. It does fuel the rest of the character work that needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, and that's, you, not, you that's not easy it. to do. That's, that's, you just that's not easy to do. <laughs> I just repeated exactly what you said. You you fucking nailed it on the head. But um, that's the one when I when I told you what did you think? You hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about this movie? You hit everything, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Cool man, I absolutely agree. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't in love with part two, but I do love this trilogy. Yes, I, I love this trilogy with all my heart. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite trilogy, but of all time, it's, no. 
Yeah, but it's a, it's it's it's, it's a really good one. Yeah, it's a highlight of 2021 if you ask me. It's a yes. definite highlight yes. of the year. Definitely. I'm to I'm kind of pissed at myself because I honestly uh, I was thinking I'm just not going to watch these. I'm not interested in them. I don't know anything about them. They're based on books that I've never read. Who the fuck cares? But then I heard some good stuff and I'm like, you know what? Might as well have time. And I'm like, holy shit, I love this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> with me, I try to watch as much as I can. BC, you already know that. Yeah. Um, um, I try to watch as much as I can. But um, you, find so, you, find some, you find some shit, but then you find some, some nice gold. And you ask me that this trilogy was attempted and that it ended as well as it did. It, that the fact that, 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 that it was executed very well, that, mm-hmm. that is like worth like, as much praise as it gets, if you ask me. Oh man, it's so good. So, so I really good. like it. And you know what? I understand a lot of the criticisms thrown at it, and some I of them know. I agree with, but for the most part, I do really love this trilogy. Same here. Um, so it's not flawless, fi- yeah, but yeah. it is damn good. Damn, damn good. Yes. For the, for what they were trying to do, it's sort of like they the succeeded. MCU. It's it's sort of like the MCU with its shortcomings, it has so much that outweighs it. It has so much that outweighs it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm uh, excited to see what Lady Janiac does next and what the rest of this young, awesome cast does next. I'm so excited to see their careers blossom and take off. And uh, even if they don't, we still have these to watch them in. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you already said your favorite. Your favorite is three. I'm guess here, part here's, three. My, here's, here's my guess. Part two, part one, part three. Yeah, if we're going worst to best. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, seven or 1978 is my least favorite. Again, it's not terrible. I just couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. Um, it's not bad per se, but it's just not that great in my opinion. Um, mm. then 1994 is so much fun, so exciting, so enjoyable, but it is topped by 1666 and 1994 part two. Yeah, um, my least favorite is part is part two. Like you, I don't think it. I I I liked it a lot more than you did, but um, but that's not to it's, say yeah. That's that's not to say I disliked it. I actually really liked it, but 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 um, it's just not as good as part three, which is my second favorite. Um, and part one is my is my most favorite. Part one mm-hmm. is what got. Part one really did the groundwork for me. Like when I. I watched it a week, like almost a week after. I didn't watch it as they. I watched the uh, part two and three, parts two and three when they came out. But I watched part. I watched part one, um, literally the day before part two dropped, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yes, this is awesome! I can't wait to see what they're doing in part two. Part two, this is pretty awesome. Can't wait to see what they're doing in part three. Part three, pretty darn good trilogy. Love it. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's yeah, nice to have things that are good, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I've got. What about you? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Give me a second. Um, yep. One. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm. I think I'm it's, good. This is this is really fun. Yeah, this is really fun. I'm glad we got to talk about so much today. Yeah, because because when we start because we started like we I think this thing's two hours. I think this recording. Yeah, is damn, hours. it's gonna be awesome. 
It's going to be yeah, epic. I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, BC, for doing this episode. I no greatly problem. appreciate you. I greatly appreciate you being here. And I greatly appreciate you listeners for listening to this very long episode. Thanks for I, talking to me. I, I, I don't know if I say that when I join, but thanks for having this conversation because I don't get to have it often. Yeah, so. I, I, lo- I, lo- I love talking to you, man. You always, you always have some insightful shit to say. I, I love the way you think. Same with you, them. yeah. I love the way you, I love the way that you go. And um, I love doing this. I love, like, this is genuinely, I, I hope to never stop. I, I genuinely <laughs> hope to never, like when I'm 80, like, okay, motherfuckers, let's talk about Captain We're talking America about Avenger, Avengers 29. No, uh, Avengers 69. Nice. Let's go, dude. Sheesh. We're just, jeez. We're just like pulling up old fucking memes from the 2015, like the 2010s and 2020s. It's like, remember this one meme where the Fortnite guy said, "Now this is epic." Now this is epic. (laughs) Now this. Ligma, ligma, what? Ligma balls. Oh my gosh. I'm stupid. Think, yeah, we all are. We're all stupid. But um, thank you very much, BC. Greatly appreciate you. Greatly appreciate you being here. Greatly appreciate you, listener, for listening. Thank I you. hope you enjoyed this episode. I Next, hope you did too. We'll, see, well, I'll see BC another time, most likely. I hope so. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Please, 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 please support the show any way you can. I love your list. I love all my listeners. And I love if any of you support me, if you, you can support me by listening or you could go my support page in the description. If not, coolio, coolio, coolio. Also, thank now, you, Anchor, sorry. if you're sponsoring again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. We, I greatly appreciate your sponsorship. As for now, I'm ASC of Batman. You just listened to the ASC of Batman working title podcast. I love your ears and I genuinely enjoy you, audience. <laughs> Have a good one. And goodbye, I'm the BC. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Thanks for listening. My guests and I greatly appreciate it. Follow me on letterbox.com with the handle at ASCF Batman. Also, follow me at that support page link down below. It greatly helps out the channel. Also, big news, subscription-based content is coming very soon. Stay tuned for that. Thanks again for listening, and see you at the next episode.